You want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme. Well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes. And please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Austin might have fucked to knock his wife. But just saying no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks, Drunk Marquettes? Welcome to 205 Jive. I'm your dad, just naked host, Adam. They are the Drunk Wrestling Historians. This is Eddie. Fuck this. Wow. <laughs> That's just the beer talking, folks. And this it's is Scott educating the masses one drink at a time. Do we need to go into why that's the expression? Or we could at least just say there's uh, three Broken Skull IPAs in his system. Yeah, and something happened at the end of the last episode that ruined my recorder, and I don't want to talk about that. And Yeah, uh, we don't want to talk about it. It makes us uncomfortable. And I guess what, Amazon? You're getting a broken recorder returned to you. (laughs) Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Not pre-owned by R. Kelly. No matter what you smell or think, he did not own this. Do you think his senses are still going to work? I mean, he's going to space. It's got nothing to do with that, Adam. Okay. All right, right. well... Well, let's just jump into it. For today's episode, we're taking this back to the year of our Lord, 1998. Uh, between July and August, there was a 16, uh, 16-man tournament. It wasn't wrestling per se. It was a hybrid of wrestling and boxing and other things. This is the Brawl for All. I always, I don't know why, but I, oh, I always think it's called Tough Enough. And actually, in my notes, I had it listed as tough enough for some reason. I always think it's called that. I don't know why. Why? Because the punches seemed erratic? Maybe because no one was tough enough. Right. <laughs> I don't know. But so, yeah, Adam, so like Adam said, it's 1998. Um, it started the night after King of the Ring 98, which was the famous Mankind and Undertaker uh, Hell in a Cell match. And the weird thing about it, which I forgot till I went back and watched it, I forgot it even started then, but I was watching all those uh, Raw raw episodes and pay-per-views from 98. And the night after, it just started. There was no hype before it. They didn't announce it beforehand. They were just like, the first match starts, and they're like, this is the Brawl for All. It was really bizarre. It was the Tough Man tournament we didn't know we needed, but we didn't really need it. No, no, nobody and then, needed it. And then the crowd assured us that it was not needed nor wanted. Right. Yeah. Well, but that was kind of one of the interesting things about it, I thought, was sometimes the crowd liked it. Most of the time they hated it, but there were times where the crowd was kind of into it. Well, they so kind of got behind Bart Gunn when he started knocking fools out. Definitely, yeah, when he started fucking fools up, yeah. Um, so I'm going to quick, kind of quickly run through the matches. Um, I don't... This is Should we go to the guys. match format? Okay, yeah, so the match yeah, format is it's, a, it's three one-minute rounds. Yes. Um, 
the most hits landed in a round was one point, right? Five points. Five points. Yes. And a takedown was five points. Yes. So the a, way a, so the way a knockdown is, is ten. A knockdown's ten. Knockdown's ten. Okay. So apart from um, knocking a dude out, takedowns are definitely the way to get the most points. Yes, correct. It so was it was by far. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about this was it was an actual shoot fight. Like this yeah. was not wrestling. I heard that like I think Vince had to get um like a boxing promoter's license or some shit like that. Like there were some like legal legal wranglings. That makes sense then. Yeah, like so okay. like the athletic commissions of the in the states that they did these shows in were involved and everything. Like it was completely legit, which is um probably its greatest flaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like that's probably what was wrong with it is that it was a complete shoot. Um so like there's a reason wrestling went from being a shoot back in the nineteen twenties to being a work. And this tournament illustrates very well why that is. Yeah, like we didn't learn from history, so let's relearn it with the Brawl for All. Yeah, let's go back well, it would have been like 60 years at that point. Let's start over and see what happens. But, um, so now when it started, what did you think? Because I thought it was actually a really cool idea at the time. On paper? Yeah, on paper it's a cool idea, right? Because you've got UFC starting up. That's Mm -hmm. become a big thing. Right. And so, okay, so let's put our guys in the ring and have them legitimately punch the fuck out of each other and see what happens. And I think exactly. X-Pac summed this up best when he said this was a problem because you were presenting the brawl for all as quote unquote real. Yes. Meanwhile, the shit we were doing in the ring with your sports entertainment was almost presented as fake. That was actually at the time my biggest objection to it where I was like, you're sort of wink, wink, nod, nod, admitting that everything but these matches are fake. For the sake of what? Like $100,000, really? And yeah. you're going to basically tear down this entire institution you've put your life work into building? Right. Yeah, the the idea of it was just really weird. I think this was a Russo idea, right? Yes, it was. Okay, of course it was a fucking Russo idea. <laughs> of course it was. So, okay, so to get into the, the tournament, uh, Danny Hodge Danny Hodge was the referee the first night, which was actually Oh, I didn't cool. notice that. Yeah, and that's the only time I... It's got to be the only time we've ever seen Don, Danny Hodge on WWE TV, right? I think you might be right, yeah. I've seen him a couple times in some old, old WCW or NWA, but I don't think I've ever seen him in WWE besides this, which no, is I pretty cool. Right. Yeah, Danny Hodge was known as a shooter. So that was actually kind of cool. Um, so you go, the first match is Mero versus Blackman. It sounded like a pretty cool match because they're both shooters, right? You know, Mero. Yeah, Mero could ba- box. Ba- boxing background versus martial arts. Right, exactly. you're a golden gloves guy and you're like, oh, uh, yeah, Blackman's like a kung fu master. So whatever it is, you're, it, this isn't necessarily like, let's just throw wrestlers out completely out of their element even though that's what jr practically says every match but this opening one seemed like the good one to start yeah so mara was kind of getting fucking smoked he was getting his ass kicked um there were like 12 takedowns and somehow it oh uh, obliterated him with takedowns yeah but somehow it went to the third i mean i guess it went to the third round because he didn't knock him out but um yeah. Merrill lost by decision and the crowd shit on it from the first round. The crowd hated this. 
Yeah, that can't be good, right? Your first match right out of the gate, and your crowd's like, fuck this. Yeah, and they were like, let's do this again next week. Like, <laughs> let's keep it going, guys. Of all the angles they fucking abandoned after a week or two, this was not one of the ones they did. Yeah, this is like releasing Aleister Black, but pushing Riker. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, fuck. Damn, that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next match, same night. We've got Bradshaw versus Mark Canterbury, who is um, Phineas. One of the Godwins. Yeah. Phineas? He was, he was Phineas. No, right? he was the other one. Oh, he was Henry. He was Henry right. Godwin. Henry, Henry O. Godwin. Henry O. Godwin. Like Wendy O. Oh. Williams. Right. He of the pig pen match with fucking Triple H. Right. So you'd think this would be pretty cool because it's two big, strong motherfuckers, right? Two brawlers. You would think so. Um, But it was kind of fucking sloppy. It was just two guys that... Yes. It was a cat fight or slap fight. Yeah, yes. Like, clearly neither of them knew how to fight and possibly had never been in a real fight in their lives. Or maybe they had, but they were not trained fighters, obviously. It was just wild punch after wild punch. Um, Bradshaw landed a lot of hard ones. I I would say Bradshaw was maybe more skilled, but definitely Mark, Mark Canterbury wasn't. Yeah, Canterbury, uh, he got a takedown in the third, but he ended up losing by decision. And again, on paper, this seems like a really good idea, right? Like, Totally. Okay, Henry O. Godwin versus Bradshaw in a legit, like, throwing hands match. That sounds interesting on paper. But then in execution, dude, you want to pique my interest, throw Haku in there. Totally, totally, yeah. Yeah, let's put Haku in there and see what fucking happens. Well, but we're going to get to uh, Dr. Death, which is who you would think would be the Haku of the tournament. Well, he was the, the kind of chosen one in this, right? Like, he was the golden child of this tournament. He was supposed to be the guy. He was going to be the the ringer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you get to the next match. Savio versus Brockus. Bra- Brockus. <laughs> this is the biggest thing Brockus ever did. Brockus, they yeah. made him out to be like this monster. And we talked about this on one episode before where... The Vince Failures episode. We talked yeah. about both Brockus and the Brawl for All in that episode. Oh, and if you right. haven't checked out that episode, check it out uh, in the archives. That would be the Vince Failures episode. See, we equally shit episode. on everything. We do. We shit on literally everything. Yeah. Um, Savio beat the fuck out of Brockus. He's fucked him up. He broke his nose. <laughs> and I'm watching and I'm like, the referee should have stopped the fight because Brockus could not defend himself. But it's a right. fucking wrestling referee. It's not a boxing referee. Yeah. It's not a guy who's trained to deal with these kind of matches. And Savio ends up winning by decision. Brockus totally looks should- enhanced. It should have been a TKO. Yeah. And is this the last we see of Brockus? Is like is he done after this? I, like maybe this was like his proving grounds. Like if you're I, gonna stay, you're gonna win. I think so because I think this is after he'd come back from ECW because they brought him in right. as a monster. Then he, according to what I had heard, OD'd in Tahoe. Yeah. Then he went to ECW. Then he came back up for this tournament, got his ass kicked in the first round, and that was that. Yeah, that's it. Like, leave, dude. Also, yeah. this is yeah. the. F- now this I think he sells. First... Bra- I think he sells bratwurst at the metro station in in uh, Berlin. <laughs> oh, he's still alive. As far as I know. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. Maybe the... Virgil sets up tables next to him to sign autographs for twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, Rockets charges ten. He's trying to undercut <laughs> Virgil. This was also the first match where the uh, the winner was announced immediately. Uh, didn't have to tally up scores because yeah. Savio Vega went to town. Totally. Or not really went to town, but 
Brockus was clearly not there. Next match, we've got Hawk versus Draws. Now, I've heard that Hawk was, or I mean, you kind of could tell that Hawk was not as himself at this point. But I don't know that Hawk could have beat Draws up, in, in, you know, 10 years before this. But uh, He could have. 86 Hawk would have fucked up Draws, dude. Maybe, but Draws looked pretty good. Um, no, so, Draws did, you know, but 86 knows? Hawk would have fucked him right up, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, Hawk worked Draws over in the first round, but Draws came back strong in the second. In the third, Hawk's nose is bleeding. Uh, yeah, it looked like Draws it was... had young legs, dude. That's why he beat Hawk. Yeah, totally. Um, his nose looked like it was broken, and both guys were worn the fuck out. And it ended up being a draw. Mm-hmm. But Hawk got injured, so Draws advanced. Yes, which we find we didn't find out that night. We found out, like, the next week. X, exactly. X time yeah, later. A couple weeks later. Yeah, also, so dur- got... during this match... Uh, King uh, says to Jr. like he's about to explain the rules because uh, it would be, or yeah, just making sure the crowd's uh, still on the same pace. King goes, "You don't need to go over the rules of five points for punches and five points for a takedown. Just get a KO on your opponent and you win." So wouldn't we all like that? So he literally <laughs> yeah. just he told. JR to not go over the rules while at the same time literally going over 75% of the rules. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should have put Johnny Knoxville in this tournament. Yeah. Shit. Is Butterbean okay? <laughs> oh, versus, my God. Bart kind of Bart, Bob Holly. Um, not a lot goes on in the first round. Bart was a southpaw, which was kind of, he was the only one. He was the only left, lefty in the whole tournament. You think that um, threw people off? They were used to watching the right. I, I guarantee it did. I'm positive yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I, I'm sure that was uh, an advantage for him. Absolutely. Um, Jack Doan is the referee this week, and uh, in the second round, Bob Holly knew he was fucked. <laughs> he just like he looked defeated already because he's getting his fucking face punched right up. And uh, Bart's he's swinging wild. You know what I mean? Like his punches are not really. He doesn't swing like a boxer, but he hits fucking hard. Is the whole thing like he was not a skilled fighter? He just hit harder than everybody else. That's he just needed to land one. Right, exactly. That's what it seemed like. I think even watching this, I thought that he had the best knowledge of the fundamentals. Maybe not in in execution. Maybe a different story, but he knew about get your hands up for defense, and he was also absorbing a lot of body jabs. And yeah, a lot of his uh, when he would attack maybe they weren't straightforward but he was still landing a lot yeah totally does anybody um, else feel bad for bart at this point like billy gunn is part of a very successful tag team with road dog like they're massive as the new age outlaws and here's fucking bart gunn slugging away in the ring in some shitty fucking tournament <laughs> yeah totally what a horrible situation for him dude <laughs> horrible and this is a no win because they already want Steve Williams to win like Dr. Dr. Death is the chosen one right right like this is a no win situation for Bart Gunn yeah yeah so Bart wins by decision Bob Holly like tries to fight him after the match which yeah. is actually cool like Bob Holly's like this is wrestling fuck it I'm gonna, <laughs> bra- I'm gonna brawl guy after the match and fucking get my heat back like hey dude take an Alabama slam for me <laughs> but that's another thing they kept emphasizing like this is a hybrid of wrestling and boxing well if there is wrestling elements how are you supposed to do basic grapples and holds while you got those big fucking gloves in your hands or better yet yeah, how is somebody supposed to follow this that's actually wrestling 
like yeah. doing oh, sports yeah. entertainment. How do you follow this mm-hmm. and have that explained? That's bullshit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like how Look, do you do? How do you do an Irish whip after this? Right. I'm just gonna quote <laughs> Jim Cornette. This was the dumbest fucking thing WWE has ever done. <laughs> probably, End quote. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably true. Uh, next match: Severn, Dan Severn of MMA fame versus Kama, the Supreme Fighting Machine. On paper, Dan Severn wins this, right? Yeah. Who's going to beat Dan Severn that's in this fucking pool? Right, because you know he's a legit shoot fighter. Like he. Yes, exactly. So at this point, he had won, I think he won UFC 2, if I remember right. Um, I think he was also NWA champion, maybe, while this was going on. Yeah, he might like have he been. he champion in another promotion. Yeah, yeah. Severn was no joke. Um, yeah, he had he, credentials to do the, this shit. But in the first round, he was struggling against Kama. Kama's punching the fuck out of him. He yeah, gets like God a half, was no joke, dude. Yeah, he gets a half-ass takedown on him. Then the second round, he takes him down, but he won't let him go because he's clearly trying to run the clock down because he knows that Godfather's got him in punches. Like, he knows that Godfather can punch him enough times to yeah. win by points. Yeah, so he's going for takedown points now. Yeah, so this was definitely the worst fight. The crowd's shitting all over it. Sever's staying close, so he can't get hit. This is um, the match where the crowd is chanting, we want wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give us the fake shit. Yeah, exactly. Severn ends up winning by decision. Terrible fucking match. Awful, dude. Yeah. Then we go into the last match of that. No, the second to last match of that. Second round. to last. Pierre versus Dr. Death. Which is fantastic because you're like, everything you've ever heard was true that they expected Dr. Death to win. And they yes. put him up against her like, oh, he could totally beat Pierre, right? He's French. Yeah. Like they think he's they think he's a pussy because he's, he's from like Montreal. Right. This is motherfucking PCO. Yeah, exactly. Um, did Pierre have a fucked up eye for real? Yes, he did. Okay, because he came in with the eye patch, and I was like, you don't wear an eye patch in a boxing match or, you know, a shoot fight. Right. No, it was legit, dude. He has a okay. fucked up eye. Um, Doc had a stance like he'd never thrown a punch before. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he stood there, like, really weird. Like, he, he definitely was not, like, a... I know that he's, like, a legit tough guy who could fuck you up. But not by punching you. <laughs> he did not know. He didn't look like he was, knew what he was doing. Um, but he fucked Pierre right up. Pierre was done in the second round. He got a st- he got a standing eight count, and then he was saved by the bell. And in this the is third the fir- round, uh, the ref stopped the fight in the third round. Yeah. This is the first match the crowd actually liked. It's also the first one that uh, does not last the complete three rounds. Ref calls it. Yeah. Last round, eight ball versus Scorpio. This was a dark match. This was not even on Raw. <laughs> no. They're beating the fuck out of each other for real in a dark match. Yeah, they put dark. They put 8-Ball versus Scorpio in a dark match because nobody gave a shit about either of them. And after watching that Scorpio, that um, Dark Side of the Ring about the Korea show where Scorpio was about to kill Hawk, I was like, man, oh. that, that would have been pretty cool if he fashioned a shiv in this match. <laughs> <laughs> you go all the way to the tournament finals <laughs> with a... With, <laughs> With a sharpened toothbrush. <laughs> Too cold shank. Yeah. So let me go to the second round. First match, Bart versus Doc. Um, Doc knew that Bart could throw a punch, you could tell, because he kept him close. And in the second, uh, first, not a lot went on. Second match, uh, second round, um, Bart took, down, took Doc down through the ropes. 
And when Doc came back in, um, you could see that he was fucked up. His leg was fucked up. He was like limping. Like you could tell he couldn't really move his leg around, and that was kind of it. Like that, he was out of the, uh, Bart one, and Doc was done after that. And that was like the thing where like nobody thought that was going to happen, and that was where it was like holy shit, Bart gun. Because even like as a fan, you know, like not part of the company, you're watching this, you're like, obviously Doctor Death's going to fuck everyone up. Right, and, and that like, was mostly because of Jr. Like Jr. totally put Doctor Death over as like did. a legitimate tough guy. You're right because I knew who he was. I knew he was a big deal in Japan. I'd seen like a match of him here and there, but I didn't know that much about him. But going into it, I was like, oh yeah, he's a motherfucker. Like he's definitely the guy who's going to win this shit. But that's exactly why because of Jr. Jr. made him out to be that guy. When also, if word on the street is to be believed. Dr. Death was given his 100K even before the Pierre match. So like, he was going to be the guy. Like they just paid him ahead of the whole tournament. So JR in his book said that Dr. Death claimed to have been given his $100,000 before it. Oh, so that's not true. He said, yeah, exactly. He said he wasn't paid for that because it was a legit tournament. You had to win it to win the 100K. But Dr. Death was claiming he had already been paid. Okay. And I, and I think it was him trying to fucking, you know, get into people's heads. You okay. know, trying to convince people like it was obviously the company knows I'm going to win because they paid me already because I'm going to win that kind of thing. Okay, gotcha. But, yeah, but he said that was Doctor Death just working the locker room. Okay, gotcha. Next match. Scorpio. Also, also that oh, was the only second round match that featured uh, the proper first round winners. Both first round winners. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because next match had to pull out. Godfather Scorpion. <laughs> that's the respectful thing to do. You get consent. <laughs> uh, Godfather and Scorpio on the next match. Uh, Severn dropped out, so Kama advanced, and at this point, during this time, he became known as the Godfather. So he was Kama in the first round. By the time they got to the second round, he was called the Godfather. And he had the power of the strippers. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, yeah, and he brought the hose out and he offered him a Scorpio. So now it's becoming wrestling. Right. The yeah. hybrid. Now we've got the carny gimmick involved. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the match was basically exactly what you'd expect. Bunch of punches. Godfather won. That's it's, kind of that. Uh, next match. That's Draws all it was. Versus, yeah. Next, yeah, next match. Draws versus Savio. Kind of a shitty first round. Um... Second round, Draws got a hard, hard takedown and kind of dominated his ass. And uh, he fucked him up pretty good at the end. And uh, the crowd liked this match a lot. Draws, uh, draws won. Next match, All it Mero... practically is, yeah. Uh, next match, Mark Merrill versus Bradshaw. Steve Blackman Mero... is injured. Yeah. And so withdraws, they... yeah. Yeah, they put Mark Merrill back in because Blackman got hurt. Um, Mark Merrill actually really outworked and outpunched Bradshaw, but Bradshaw was like smothering him. You know what I mean? He'd get him in the corner and he'd like get a ball in his face. It was just too much of a size difference. Like Merrill was clearly the more skilled fighter in this match. Bradshaw was just way too big for him. Okay, good. Oh, <laughs> um, it was a draw after, after three. They added a round and the crowd shit on it. They were like, no, dude, we do not want a fourth round. Um, 
Bradshaw won the fourth, but it totally should have been a tie, and I guess they should have gone to a fifth round. But they were just, I think the judges were fucked. We got a commercial coming up. <laughs> also, they're listening to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, commercial it, worthy? Really? <laughs> yeah, then we get to the third round. We got Godfather versus Bart. Kind of a shitty fight. Bart ends up fucking up Godfather. Okay, so at this point, I want to just kind of pause. Go ahead. And point out the, the legitimate injuries in this tournament. Okay. Dr. Yeah. Death, Hawk, Steve Blackman, Savio Vega, Godfather, and Brockus all received legitimate injuries that cost them time and from we're just, this tournament. And we're just getting into the third round. Exactly. Thank you. So all, all your names are eliminated, so I wanted to throw those names out that they all, up to this point, received legitimate injuries and could not continue, <laughs> be it with the fake shit or the real shit. Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. No, that's stupid. It is. It, it really was. It was fucking terrible. Fucking Yeah, Russo, to serve dude. no purpose and to go down in history is one of the worst decisions, or as Cornette said, the dumbest fucking thing WWE ever did. And fucking Russo to this day defends this. What an asshole. It was great, You bro. can't defend this. Just Fe- look, feelings bro. about Russo aside, feelings about Russo aside, this was a dumb fucking idea. On bro. paper, cool. Bro, it was great TV, bro. It was like the <laughs> Jerry Springer show, bro. Look, you better be careful, dude. Russo fanatics, they'll come at you. Yeah, whatever. And they don't play. Yeah, we I'm, got... I'm j- I'm just warning you. Yeah, we got drunk wrestling fanatics. Fuck Russo. <laughs> I'm not picking a side over the other. <laughs> I'm just saying this was a horrible fucking idea. It was terrible. So, terrible. Uh, so Bart won that match. Then we got Draws versus Bradshaw. They split the first two rounds, and the crowd actually liked it because it was a lot of fucking hard punches. You know, just like bam, bam, bam. Um, Bradshaw fought dirty again in the next round, and he's holding Draws on the ropes to run the clock down. And he's just—he's kind of fighting like a bitch, and as a result, he wins by decision. Apparently, he's a shoot fighting god as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Precursor final, to JBL. Yes. So for the final, we got Bradshaw versus Bart, and while they're before they start the match, when they're doing the announcing, the announcing, I noticed JBL had his face lubed up so much. You notice that? <laughs> Oh, he Multiple was like, finishes by Ron Simmons. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Damn. Yeah, I mean, like, damn. Yeah, it was like, I was so glad he brought, he brought that gigantic tube of lube. <laughs> it was like he walked out of lemonparty.org. Yeah. Um, Bart fucking killed his ass early. Dropped him. Uh, he got a standing eight, and he was so fucked that the match should have been stopped right then. I think... I think I don't think he was even aware. I think just trying to stand still, maybe his head just bounced forward to look like, yes, I could go. Yeah, the referee had <laughs> the referee had to ask him. The referee asked him twice if he was okay, and I was like, man, this is really irresponsible, actually. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Because like he could have been seriously hurt. But they were yeah, trying at this to... point. You need like a UFC ref. Yeah, or like exactly. Danny Hodge. Danny Hodge should have been back. Yeah. Um, but they were trying to have a good match and Bart just fucked his ass up so much early on like the ref didn't know what to do he's like fuck I just you know we gotta go go longer like we can't have the final of this be like 10 seconds but Bradshaw was fucked Bart Bart ended up winning 
Okay, KO. look, let's just pause and like kind of rewrite history a little bit. Go ahead. Imagine they let it go even longer. Okay. And Bart permanently injures JBL. How that changes the course of history for WWF. Oh, shit. Yeah, because JBL was a major player when, when you get into the um, Ruth, Ruthless Aggression era. Even be- right from from like the APA all the way to the wrestling god angle, up until he retired in two thousand nine, like he was the dude. Totally, you know, yeah, he was a major player. Like, and if he loses his career at this point for the stupid fucking tournament, how that rewrites history? Like he's never given his shot. That would suck because we'd be robbed of what was the JBL character, and that would be bullshit. All because of this fucking tournament. Yeah, yeah, I I hadn't even thought about it that way. You're totally right. It was completely irresponsible on WWE's part. Again, great idea on paper, but in execution, they should have realized week one, this is a this is a clusterfuck, guys. Like, let's yeah. cut bait now. We can cut this angle and nobody's going to remember a thing years to come, but now we remember it because you stretched it out. And then your winner went on to do what? So, JR says, like, all right, Bart Gunn wins. He's got a great future, uh, whether... <laughs> Whether with wrestling or with boxing. Well, Butterbean happens. That's his boxing future. <laughs> yeah, so you go to WrestleMania 15 and you have one of the worst beatings. That's got to be the worst beating of all time at WrestleMania, right? Here's the thing. I would rather watch Big Show's ass from WrestleMania 21 for five minutes than to watch that Butterbean Bart Gun match. Oh, not me. I love, I love that match. Fuck that, dude. You knew exactly what was going to happen. What because was... now you're putting your untrained fighter against a trained professional boxer. Yeah, but it was cool, kind of cool, though, because it was like a science experiment. Like, what would happen if, like, <laughs> if a human being's head is, like, hit by a truck? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, that's what it was like. Exactly. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was kind of cool to see, like, what would happen to a person in that situation. Oh, my God. What a yeah. disaster. So... So they did the dark side of the ring and Barkham was like, I got punished because fucking Dr. Death was the fucking golden child and I beat him. Yeah, it was a no-win situation for Bart, dude. I don't believe that for one second. And I'll tell you I what. do. There was no winning for him because what was the end result? Your prize is you get to go to have a WrestleMania match with fucking Butterbean? Did you see what he did in Johnny Knoxville? Come on, dude. Well, that's true. Yeah. Also, like he, that was the payoff. I, I could have missed it during the second and third rounds, but I think it was right before the f- that final match. That's when I found out. Okay, there was actually a hundred thousand dollars worth of collective prizes for this. But I understand he only collected seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy five. Seventy five to the winner. Twenty five to the loser. Yeah. Wow. But look, Bart. Bart. Okay. Bart was in probably the number two match of that year at WrestleMania. The number two match. Two, okay, number three. You know what I mean? He was like one of the featured matches at, at 15. Okay, but still, like, so, he's kind of become a laughing stock, dude. No, like, I know. Butter being whooped his ass. Right. I mean, it, the, the match shouldn't have happened, but he got a big fucking payday. And I think they thought that he probably could do okay against him. Jim Ross in his book said that definitely, like, they definitely thought Doc was going to win. And they said it, he said it definitely didn't help that Doc was telling people backstage that he got paid to win. But yeah. he said they absolutely did not punish Bart Gunn. And I totally believe Bullshit. that because you don't... I, no, no, I totally I believe don't. him because why would you punish someone who made himself a star? It doesn't make sense. You can you can get a lot more money out of it. Dude, you think they couldn't have got... 
They were if you become a run. star, you got companies fighting for you. The idea was for Doc to get one last run as a wrestler and work with Awesome for a few months. Right. They could have gotten a lot more mileage out of Bart Gunn at that point than they could ever could have at Doc. Bart could have gone another 15 fucking years, or Bart, Bart could have, but he got, you know, his ass kicked by Butterbean. But, like, why wouldn't you run with that? I think they fucked up. I think putting him against Butterbean was a mistake, but I don't think yes. it was intentional. I don't think they, I don't think it was set up, or I don't think it was being punished. You don't punish a guy by putting him in a match like that where you're going to pay him $100,000. Or whatever he got but paid. what did what did Bart Gunn have to gain? You knew there was no way Bart Gunn was going to defeat Butterbean. Payday. What was the best case scenario coming out of that? Interference. Best case scenario. That's it. <laughs> yeah, a run in by Billy Gunn. That would have had to been it. Had no, I mean, best case scenario, he could have like not lost in dramatic fashion. Like he could have lost the way Logan Paul did to uh, Pac, uh, uh, Mayweather. You know what I mean? He could have done okay against him. There's no way that was going to happen, dude. If you if you want to punish a guy, you just fire him. You know, you job him out and then fire him. You didn't have to give him a WrestleMania match to punish him. So I don't think that... That, to me, doesn't make any sense. You don't punish a guy that way by putting him in a big match on WrestleMania. I, I don't know. In my mind, you win the tough enough like that. There's that innovative ways. Yeah. yeah, that establishes you as a, t- a legitimate tough guy. Put him back into the quote-unquote fake shit. Yeah. And start giving him wins over you know you make him a monster and have him start defeating jobbers like they built Braun Strowman over the years with like yeah. beating multiple jobbers like why couldn't they have done that and actually built him into a legitimate quote unquote fake inner a sports entertainer lack of charisma because <laughs> I don't know I, but I don't know if that's true yeah. you know because maybe that could have developed over time like he could maybe. have developed like a persona yeah, that's true. You know, not not that he would have become like Brock Lesnar or even Braun Strowman, but like yeah. you give him wins over jobbers give and then you he- start giving him Yeah. Like maybe a a B plus level uh career run. You get uh, intercontinental belt, maybe some heavyweight shots. Oh, you mean I would the career so. of Billy Gunn, his partner in the smoking guns. There you go. I yeah. mean I've- that guy didn't have to put his fucking career on the line. In these mm-hmm. stupid shoot fights, right? And he was shot to the moon. Meanwhile, Bart Gunn gets his ass whooped at a WrestleMania, and that was that. And, his, mm-hmm. and that was that exactly. Like that was his career. It was done. Yeah. Whereas Billy Gunn has gone on to be a Hall of Famer. That's true. And, yeah. And I, that to me is sad. Like I think that they did him dirty after he won the Tough Enough tournament. I think that they did him dirty. They should have put him back in the quote unquote fake shit. And at least tried to build him from that. And if it didn't work out, fuck, you release him at that point. At least you tried. But throw him into the ring with Butterbean, feeding him to the wolves. Yeah. So who do you think should have won this? I don't I mean, think I it ever should have shoot- happened. Okay. Because I... Okay, so here's the way I looked at it. This was right after King of the Ring 98, right? Sham- okay. Shamrock won King of the Ring. I thought... Shamrock didn't want to be a part of it, though. I know, I know. But, well, same as Severn, because Severn dropped out. Yeah, um, I thought Shamrock should have been the guy, and they should have done whatever they had to do to talk him into it. Um, this well, you would start have been scripting the... it, right? Uh, wh- I mean, I don't know how they would have talked him into it, but I think Shamrock would have been. Imagine if Shamrock had won this instead of King of the Ring. I think that would have been way cooler for him. Or if he won both, that becomes your heavyweight champion, I mean, dude. That would have been fucking awesome. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, Tough push. Enough apparently is a disaster with all these fucking injuries going on. 
yeah. make it sports entertainment at that point and start scripting it. Guys are going to go along with that. They're used to being scripted, and you have That's Shamrock true. win that as well. Boom, you've got a heavyweight champion on your hands. That would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. Totally. Or even Severn. Like, that would have changed the trajectory of his WWE career. Not Severn. Okay, yeah, fuck Severn. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Talk about a charisma vacuum. That guy's worse than Diana Hart. Oh, my God. But overall, um, I liked it. <laughs> See, I'm one of the few people who liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I thought it was a complete it was disaster. Different. It was different. That's exactly why I liked it. It was different. It was. I remember when it was happening, I was kind of looking forward to it every week. Because it was like, you knew it was real. You knew that anything could happen. It was kind of cool. It was exciting. I think... Okay. Like, But over, overall, it probably was the dumbest thing WWE ever did. They they spent thousands of dollars in medical bills. They made zero <laughs> stars, and they took a lot of guys off the road. You know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Big I think X Pac had the perfect summation of this, as I mentioned earlier. I, I can't say it any better myself. X Pac nailed it. Go ahead. What did he say? <laughs> what X Pac said, and let me read it. The company pushed this as real, and everything else that the viewers were watching was bullshit. Totally, totally, yeah. <laughs> and that completely wraps up this tournament, the Brawl for All. Crap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, throughout the entire thing, JR and King keep saying, these are wrestlers out of their element. First off, want to direct it back at them, because JR and King are not boxing announcers. So, right. I would say they were out of their element. Maybe a precursor for them when they were calling XFL matches. I was just going to say, no, they're not boxing announcers, they're XFL announcers. Yeah, pretty much. But also, like, just something to bring wrestlers out of their element. This was a bad way of doing it. You know, like, 1998, you're two years away from the reality show Boom. Like, I think... They probably just didn't realize it then, but it was so much better uh, once that happened. You get the Hardy Boys and Lita and Molly doing Fear Factor. You get Booker T, Stephanie, and Triple H doing Weakest Link. Now you get, like, even though the show's canceled, uh, you got uh, Kofi and Austin doing Double Dare. That's out of the element, and that shit's entertaining. And you've got Tough Enough. And Tough Enough. And Tough Enough. Exactly. So maybe this was a precursor to Tough Enough. Yeah. Good call. But look, I think we spent 40 minutes too long on this episode. I Well, I think we spent 20 minutes too long. <laughs> okay. I so, would agree with that. All right. Let's At wrap least this we up. we got to, to educate the listeners, if you yes, will. Exactly. All right. Let's wrap this up. Well done, we guys. Got, we got one more to do tonight. All right. In that case, that takes care of Brawl for All. Who was the winners of this? Aside from Bart Gunn, who... One, but wasn't really the winner of this. But uh, let us know what you think on the social media platforms, and please leave us reviews on the, all the podcasting platforms. Definitely love to hear your input. And that pretty much uh, takes care of it. With Scott and with Eddie, I'm Adam reminding you to please continue your safety protocols. Enjoy your buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like nobody is watching. We will see you next week for another fun episode. One, two, three. He's out! Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Is Butterbean okay? <laughs> <laughs>